Hello, and welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon, and I am so excited to say this. I am joined by my best friend, Angelica. Angelica, how are you? I'm so great, Shannon. It's so good to be back. How are you doing today? I'm good. We've missed you so, so much. I'm so happy to have you here. Uh, Thank you. I've missed being here as well. So I have a question for you before we get started, because you haven't been here in forever, and I feel like our listeners might be dying to know. Uh-oh. So since we've heard you last, John, y'all got super buff. How do you feel about that? <laughs> I'm really upset about it, to tell you the truth. <laughs> it's been a it's been a hard road, mm-hmm. um, particularly when he because he. Chanyeol has become like Kai's little Instagram mentor or whatever. Mm-hmm. And on one of their uh, Insta lives, Kai was like, so you've been working out a lot. And then Chanyeol says, yes, I'm only 10% finished with my body. And I am a feared for my life. <laughs> well, that just, that just seemed like a real development since you've been away and I needed to ask you. Breaking news, hot priorities, hot topics. Chanyeol is buff now. That's what we're here <laughs> That's what we do on this podcast. Um, so uh, if you can't tell from how horrible I sound, <laughs> we went to KCON last night. Yeah. Uh, or this weekend. So we wanted to do an episode talking about our experience at KCON LA 2018. Which was magical. Like maybe one of the most magical years that we've had at KCON. Truly. Yeah. Like, yeah. So we got to like, <clears throat> we got to start at the beginning. So we can really capture the magic of the weekend. Uh, I didn't go on Friday. I never go on Friday because I got work to do. I'm like, meh, I don't go on Friday. Yeah. But uh, on Saturday, I got up early to attend a panel that was put on by a group called the Ajumas. Mm -hmm. And it was called Hallyu Fans Over 30. So I had to go to that as the (laughs) resident old lady of the podcast. Of course. Um, And it was really, really fun. We just like talked about... The, like, struggles and the joys of, like, being an old K-pop pa- fan. Like, people think you're creepy, but also you get to drink at concerts mm-hmm. and you have grown-up money and can take vacation days to go to concerts and stuff. So, like, that part is fun. Um, I was, like, in their slideshow. They did a little slideshow and there was a picture of me in it, which made me feel cool. <laughs> um, and I won a T-shirt that says, you're never too old to fangirl. And I'm very love excited it. about it. That should be, like, your life motto, I think. That's the title of your autobiography. Yeah. You're never too old to fangirl definitely Mm -hmm. um so that was and then after that panel so first amazing thing that happened of the weekend after that panel i walked down this forever hallway looking for a bathroom and they were like sorry this bathroom is closed uh." so i went down another hallway looking for a bathroom and while i was waiting in line for that bathroom uh momo land just walked by i know that was crazy (laughs) so i am not over 30 so i slept in and i didn't go to that (laughs) panel um and so as i was as I was in my apartment, like, getting all dressed up in all of my uh, K-pop swag, I got this text from Shannon that was just, like, a video of Momo Land walking by. And I was like, fuck, I need to <laughs> speed up. Like, I got to get there. things are happening. Yeah. But also, that was super different. Like, we're going to mention this a few times because there were several celeb sightings this year at KCON. And I feel like all the other years that we've gone, we've never just seen the idols, like, out and about no. walking around the convention I floor. hadn't, never. for sure. 
but this year that was definitely a thing. Yeah. Um, so after I saw Momoland in the like in the hallway, I went in and was just like walking around the convention center um, because oh, I guess we should explain like if you've never been to a KCon, it like is a convention. Mm-hmm. So they have like a convention floor. Like it's kind of the majority of what there is to do is there's just this massive convention floor of like booths. Yeah, like there are like merch. booths for um, different Korean TV channels and different skin care like, lines mm-hmm. and different different companies <laughs> of all sorts. Like whether it's traveling to Korea or like dramas, or they even had like a Warner Brothers booth or whatever for Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, and, like and for Harry Potter Harry too. Potter, so yeah. like it's not all <laughs> it's not all K-pop. Um, but then it, yeah, so they have like different places where you can like buy stuff and then also like take pictures in front of things and then they also and win do, like it's so much yeah a lot we of never raffles. do it because it's just so much mm-hmm. standing in a in a vague line yeah being like what's at the front of this line and mm-hmm. usually at the front of the line it's like you spin some kind of wheel and maybe you win a free thing yeah but like but maybe you don't win anything and all yeah. you did was stand in a line it, it gets mm-hmm. overwhelming in there but the point i was making is i was just looping the convention floor looking and i there's several different booths and stages where people just like do cover dance they just mm-hmm. play music yeah all day. they have at least three different places on the convention floor where someone is dancing whether it's like a big open space where they're going to hold an official dance workshop and actually teach you a dance those are like scheduled into mm-hmm. the day or it's just a stage where it's like dedicated specifically to K-pop random play and so mm-hmm. like there's just constantly a crowd around it and it like there's music playing and if you know the song you jump on stage if you don't know it get off the stage so. yeah pretty much uh, but I was back in the corner where they do the workshops which seemed to be a theme this year uh, they were doing a golden child dance and who was teaching the dance golden child that's really crazy that's never happened before Dreamcatcher did their own like it was people were showing up to their own that's crazy like dance things mm-hmm. which is like really nuts so I like within the within a span of like 20 minutes I saw Momoland and Golden Child like up close and I was like what is going on yeah and then later that day like after I got there and we were walking around uh, Amber from FX was just standing on the ground yeah. and she like that actually made me a little bit sad because she wasn't even on a stage. She was just like standing on the floor, like in the corner, in the back corner by a booth or something. And she was like, she was singing and then she was like meeting people people. and taking pictures. There was like a big line and crowd to like wait and get a picture with her or whatever. But meanwhile, there was an actual stage, like not very far away from where she was. And someone else random and unknown was on the stage. Yeah. was like, why is, why are they up there? And she is on the floor. This is Amber. This is fucking Amber. Damn it. From FX. <laughs> like, yeah, it was really nuts. She all weekend, she was around all weekend, just like acting like a normal, like she isn't Amber from FX. Yeah. And I didn't understand. That's what she does. Yeah. Um, but uh, let's see, let's see. What are we talking about Saturday? We, yeah, Saturday. What did we wear on Saturday? We should talk about our Saturday <gasps> outfits because yeah. we had good outfits all weekend, yeah, I we think. Did. I think so, too. Um, Saturday, I had my... F- most beautiful and favorite exo shirt which is like a white button up tie top mm-hmm. i changed out all the button i did i made it after uh power came out yes because the front pocket has like the power logo um which is blue and yellow and then i changed out all the buttons to be blue and yellow and on the back it has this gorgeous uh coco bop fan art that i found on tumblr um and so i had my 
EXO shirt. I had an Ask Me About K-pop button. And, oh, I had my beautiful 17 bag, yeah. of course, which is, like, now my most prized possession, I have to say. Yeah. Um, I made... I don't want to categorize it as brave, but I was afraid. I was honestly afraid. And <laughs> I made a brave decision no, on no, Saturday. No, 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 I'm not. Torn. No, no, no. But I was, I was, go- I almost chickened out of what I did wear is what I'm getting at. But I made a, a Hyuna and Edon shirt with my favorite picture of them. Uh, I made that and I was going to wear it all day. And I almost didn't wear it because I was scared. But then I saw that there were people at the Korean fan meet, like, wearing, like, holding up Edon signs in front of the, the mad people. So if they could be brave, like, I could be brave. And people were real, I got a lot of compliments on it. Yeah, people loved really it. Nice. They were so supportive. And I had my, I had my Pentagon bag as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. We um, got a lot of compliments on those bags. Yeah. We did a lot of free advertising for Yo Shirt. Yes. <laughs> I did feel a little bit guilty after the, like, fourth or fifth person came up and asked us where we got them because I think a lot of people saw that, saw us with them and thought that there was a booth in the convention center like selling bags like that which was misleading um but it also made me i I wanted to be like this is from our store (laughs) i I, like wish that we could take credit for it yeah instead of being like oh we use this app we use this app and we paid like 40 freaking dollars for these stupid tote bags but they're gorgeous worth every penny it's a very high quality bag itself it's like thick canvas it's well made Mm -hmm. and it's stinking beautiful my bag is so brightly colored like joshua and his pink and like one of them is in this gorgeous purple ah yeah ming you in that baby blue it's really nice gorgeous what else do we do anything else fun on saturday oh i danced at at the toyota stage you danced Mm -hmm. yes Uh, you did because i had been that's one of the booths where people the toyota booth is one where they just like play music all day Uh and there were like a couple like true stars that were just oh yeah staying there for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours but I kept, like, just that would be the booth I would just, like, gravitate. Like, I can just stand here and watch people dance. Yeah. But, no, like, no songs that I knew were getting played. But mm-hmm. then when we stood there, Dolly came on by Hewlin, and I, like, had to do it. And then I regretted it so much because <laughs> I was so sweaty and out of breath because I am old and out of shape. And I had not stretched. And, like, I did the splits. I did the splits just, like, out of nowhere. And I shouldn't have done that. So Shannon I was, like, was, very like, tired. destroyed after she I was. did that. I was stood to the side because I only learned like the first half of that dance so I just stood to the sidelines and and videotaped her but (laughs) it was really crazy how many people on that stage were just like staying song after song and they didn't even look tired and I was just like oh these people are younger than me yeah (laughs) yes there were a lot of people that were younger than us and they all looked real everybody everyone was dressed so well yes KCON is a great place to be fashionable because I think like Idols are always so fashionable, yeah. so it really brings out the best in people. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. But Saturday was mostly just because we didn't go to the show on Saturday night, so right. Saturday was mostly just a day of us like wandering about and like farting around the convention center and talking. Um, and if anybody stopped us to talk about our ask us about our t shirts, we tried to remember to give them K- AMA K pop buttons. Yeah, we didn't do as I good of a job good of that at it. As, as we probably should have. We still have so many buttons, but that's okay, because now we'll have opportunities for listeners exactly, like you to get buttons. Exactly. Um, but so that was pretty much all of Saturday. We just sort of like hung out at the convention center, and then Looked Sunday... At 
we went to the convention center later in yeah. the day because it was like because we knew like like I said we're not the type to stand in a line to spin a wheel and win a free bag yeah. or whatever I don't care so and like all of like I don't know there's like workshops and panels and stuff and I did enjoy the one panel that I went to mm-hmm. but like. Yeah, Maybe know. going to some of the dance workshops I think would have been fun, but it's also like those are the kinds of things that you have to get there really early for mm-hmm. because they do fill up. And I don't know. I'm just not a person who's like dedicated enough to to do that. Like yeah. really the reason I'm there is to see 17, which isn't going to be until like 9 right. p.m. So Oh, one more cool thing. I just want to plug them because it was a thing that we saw on Saturday. This amazing fan club. <gasps> yes oh my Called gosh svt carrots usa yes on they're the unofficial carrot fan club here in the u.s and they stopped us on our way out of the convention center on saturday um and they gave us these like beautiful little sunflower clips and they gave us these um 17 fan signs and we took a little picture with their like instagram cutout mm-hmm. that they had it was so cute um and they did an awesome job passing out their merch because Sunday when we came back, those so they gave out these beautiful little like felt sunflowers for the You Make My Day um, and or for Oh My. And you could like clip them in your hair. You could clip them on your shirt, whatever. They had a little clippy on them. And on Sunday, they were everywhere. everywhere. Some people had like two in their hair. I saw so many people with it on their shirts or their hats or whatever. They were everywhere. It was so fun. Yeah, they did a – they. They did a very good yeah, job. They I did was a good job. Proud of that fan project for sure. Sure. So Sunday, we brunched. We we showed up late. We went to brunch and then we showed up late. Uh-huh. Because, we showed like, up whatever, real late. What were you gonna do? Uh, what did we do? We just like walked around the convention center. Oh, we much, ran in real quick because I wanted to get trendy ins- sunglasses. Inspired by Hyuna and the Eight from Seventeen, I felt like I wanted some ridiculous, non-practical, trendy sunglasses. Mm-hmm. And I think I found a pair. Yeah, Ming Hao has that effect on me too. Yeah. He's really making me rethink my fashion. Right? Um, So we did that like right as they were closing the convention floor. Mm -hmm. And then we went out to the – they have like a a food street where they bring all these like food trucks of like Korean and Asian-ish like food trucks. Mm -hmm. Um, And one thing that we always get at any Korean event, I got them when I was in Korea, is a sp- like spiral potatoes. Yeah, they're the they, best. They stretch out the potato on a stick and they fry it and they like roll it in like cheesy powder. It's the best. It's so great. And it's like freshly made potato chips on a stick basically and it's delicious. So we it's got that. It's good every time. Um, and then we did like an entire lap around the outside of the Staples Center. Because the line wrapped around <laughs> like twice and we were just trying to find the end of the line. Yeah, we so we kept asking different people and they were like, you can either get in this line or in this line. Meanwhile, they just crowded, pointed into the middle of crowds of people. So we're like, <laughs> okay. So we just fi- finally found a line and followed it until we got to the very end of it, which took us l- almost literally all the way around to the convention center. Um, and finally we made it into our seats. But it was fun because we were walking against the crowd and so and so everyone was looking at us, and we got a lot of, hey, I love your shirt. I yeah. love your shirt. And we that got to look fun. at everyone else's shirts. Yeah. And it was great. And we passed this one girl in full Edon cosplay, and she looked Oh, yeah. Amazing. That was amazing. She even had the little piano. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was That perfect. was great. Yeah. Um, the fashion at KCON, I mean, we just said this, but, like, the – 
I feel like the fan-made fashion is, like, the funnest part. Most it's just fun so part. fun. I, like, love seeing, mm-hmm. like, the things that yeah. people have, like, found or made or, like, the, like, the fan inside jokes that people, like, mm-hmm. choose to, like, you know, latch on to or whatever. I, oh, to explain our outfits, I mean, there's pictures oh, yeah, of all of this on, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Oh, our Sunday outfit, I went for a penta, uni, a penta, uh, 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 or a, a, uni, a unicarat. Unicarat. A unicarat look. Um, I had, I made a shirt and it says, hot, you do, yeah, you want, which is a, Pentagon inside joke. I hope some other universes know what I'm talking about. Um, and then I did like I did my makeup in the in the 17 colors of rose quartz and serenity. Mm-hmm. And then on my skirt, I had my carrot bong pin and my little sunflower that they gave us. And I was also wearing key socks because oh cute I needed key with me yesterday. I decided that's really um, cute, and you looked cute as well too. Yeah, we we didn't plan to wear the exact same outfit, but, but we, we did. We did. Um, we both ended up wearing like the same style of skirt, and I had a, a seventeen t shirt that I like spent way too long being a perfectionist over when I was making it earlier this week. But it's just a white t shirt that says. Ming Hao, Ming Wai, Ming Hu, Ming Yu. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had my little Ask Me About K-pop button and my Carrot Bong button um, and my sunflower in my hair. And I had uh, pink and blue socks on. Mm-hmm. Um, so just literally from head to toe, it was like all 17'd out. Um, and I was so, and I, and I brought my 17 bag again. And it was, it was, you looked perfect. very cute. It was very cute. Um, so, I mean, do we like get in do we get into the concert now? Yeah, I think so because we're talking about Sunday and like really the highlight of Sunday was, was the, concert. the concert. Like that was the only reason that we went there pretty much. <laughs> um and the concert was amazing. Yeah, we were so close. Oh my god, our seats were incredible. They it, were incredible. It, the ticket said row 8, but I counted we were 6. Like there weren't a front two rows. Like we were only 6 seats back. Yeah, so we were basically like we were just there's the stage that's right in the middle. And, and it was weirdly was, shaped this year. The stage was kind of like a weird zigzag with like a big yeah. square in the middle and two little like Two little like lightning bolts like coming out into the sides. Because it, this year, for the first time, they opened up the entire Staples Center. So uh-huh. it was like a theater in the round where the audience was on all sides of the yeah. stage. Um, and so... That worked, and that actually ended up working out really well. Yeah, I think they made it work. We lucked out and like ended up on the side that they kind that like the hosts and the MCs and most of the groups like cheated as the front, uh-huh. um, and so we did see like most of their mm-hmm. faces, whereas maybe the other side of the stadium was mostly looking at their backs. But then every other song, the artists would like change Turn. what the center was so that, yeah. So we would get like every other one. Um, they were very diplomatic about it. I thought it was nice. Cause I was worried. I was like, what if we have to look at butts the whole time, but we only had to look at butts half the time. Yeah. And not even fully half the time, because as I predicted, like we were talking about this before the show, we were like, Oh, what will they do? And I said, they'll probably, like if they were true professionals and they knew that there was going to be a theater and like a stage in the round, then what they would really do is just change the blocking so of or the choreography of the dance, like change their formations so that you were like facing all sides. And uh, Seventeen did do that yeah. for several of their songs. Um, we only saw the back of uh, our our dawn is the hottest. Our summer is hotter than the dawn. dawn whatever that fucking song is, yeah, or whatever that song that has the <coughs> longest name. Um, but they did it for like for Manse and for. Um, 
a few of their other songs. Nice. I, I'm, We're getting ahead of ourselves. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So. I'm getting ahead of myself. And anyway, they did a good job of cheating the blocking. So the pre-show, I really wish I could remember this woman's name. I could probably look oh, it yeah, up. Oh, yeah, she was great. But this lady did – she had a violin and a loop machine, mm-hmm. and she did some cool-ass shit. There was one song where she just like – with her on her loop machine, she was like tearing paper mm-hmm. and making it into like part of the beat. It was – she was cool. And she did like a medley of like Twice and Icon and Red Velvet. She like did and BTS. like her yeah. like versions of things. Mm-hmm. She was cool. That was a good like opener. Uh, but then, okay, so then the show really started, uh-huh. and the first group that we got to see was Dreamcatcher. Yes. So Joshua and Vernon, as our, like, resident English speakers, were the MCs for the uh-huh. evening. Um, Which and we we saw them oh, leaving yeah. by the stairs to go on this, like... Because mm-hmm. we were so close nuts. to the stage that, like, we could see where... Cause, and, in order to get onto the stage, it's just, like, steps up from the ground area where all the standing room is. So you can just, like, spot Joshua, like, in the crowd. Mm-hmm. And he was so close to us. It was crazy. Um, but anyway, so, like, Joshua and Vernon were the MCs, And Dreamcatcher came out first. They were great. I mean, not particularly, like, my style of music. Um, but they did an awesome job. Yeah, they were job. killing it. They had, like, cool red outfits. And they did that song where the girl makes the baton appear out of mm-hmm. nowhere. Mm-hmm. And it was cool as shit. Yeah, and the audience loved it. Yeah, there were so many people there who were, like, very hyped to see Dreamcatcher, which was cool. Yeah, they were all about it. And then after Dreamcatcher was a group that I didn't know anything about, but they were called Impact. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was, like, a rookie boy group that came out. And one of them was shirtless. I sincerely oh applauded the I fact that, like— I forgot that. Ah, how? I don't How know. Did you Too much that? other stuff happened. I, but that was like, I mean, I was truly shocked. Like it, a rookie boy group to go to a show like KCON and come out without a shirt, like come out topless. It's it's a bold move mm-hmm. is all I'm saying. Um, he did have a jacket on though. Yeah, he was wearing like a matching like jacket and jeans and um, with like a whatever, just one of those. And we like, were close enough K-pop. to see the contouring on his abs. Oh yeah, we could see the makeup on that stomach. <laughs> um, but whatever, he did a great job. No, good did, for him. He did his I'm sure, thing. he was very nervous about it. Um, yeah, they were good. Yeah, so in fact, came out. They did like Dreamcatcher, and in fact, both did like two songs, maybe. That and sounds then, right. They yeah. would do like they'd do a song facing us, and then they turn do a the song. lights on and be like, "Hey, here we're this group." Mm-hmm. And they also did a thing this year. I don't know if they did this last year because we didn't go to the concert last year. The first year they did this, they, they definitely didn't do it. Where they seem to have given the groups scripts mm-hmm. of what they were going to say because they had English quote unquote subtitles. On the jumbotrons, yeah. So it was like if if anybody was improvising, that wasn't showing up mm-hmm. on the screen. But it was like they had like each member of the group like says a little thing like, "Are we all having so much fun?" I mean, Korean though, like, "Are we all having so much fun at KCON?" Like, here comes our next stage, and then there mm-hmm. was like English on the, yeah. which was like cool and helpful, but it also made the whole thing feel like they'd put a slight like scripted awkwardness like on top of like everything already but it probably helps because I feel like some idol groups 
you could like tend to panic when they have to do like overseas shows. Like I don't want to, like, I don't want to Oh, totally. Especially because so many of those groups like don't have members where they speak English. And so like Chunga had great English. So she spoke in English the whole time. And then like, obviously there's Joshua and Vernon that are English speaking members. And so like they can sort of take the brunt of it. But a lot of those groups don't have anyone who speaks English. So I'm sure that was a huge load off of their mind that they could just like have this prepared thing. (laughs) Yeah. And it kind of made it run almost more. It felt more like a music show. Yes. You know what I mean? Because it is. That's the thing about KCON is that it's technically yeah. an episode of M Countdown. Right. And they put them out as episodes of M Countdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it did feel very like variety show production value. Uh, yeah. Of it, but anyway, um, so after Impact came out, then Seventeen came out and did a special stage. There were Which, these, oh, it shook me. I wasn't to my ready. Very core. Not even a little bit. No, I wasn't ready at all. We were just like, I think like. Because we saw Mingyu. He was de- – we were like, Mingyu's on the floor. Yes, that's what I was just going to say is like we were – like M- Impact was leaving and I just see Mingyu's head like waiting at the stairs. And I was like, oh my god, Mingyu's there. But he was the only one that I saw. And so I thought that maybe he was also going to be an MC. That like um, all of Seventeen was going to come out between acts in different pairs. Yeah, and, like, and they do, just like take turns. Especially because Mingyu like was an MC for M Countdown yeah, or something for so a really long knows? time. Anyway, it was not. It was a uh, Seventeen. <laughs> unit special stage so oh that like uh, first of all curse UK con for not releasing the actual like lineup of the show <laughs> because if I had gone to the bathroom during that moment or like gone to get myself a second glass of wine and had missed this special stage I would have murdered someone yeah. like I would have lost my fucking shit yeah 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 because I almost lost it standing yeah. in the audience <laughs> like so Seventeen comes out, and um, they do uh, like I said, they did a unit special stage. So it starts out with the vocal unit like coming out from the middle of the stage, and they did my number one favorite vocal unit song, which is called "Don't Listen in Secret." It's from their very first album, Going Seventeen, and it's beautiful. And you cried. I. 100% did because that song makes me cry just listening to it and they didn't even sing the whole thing but like it got me it was gorgeous they were all wearing white and they looked so beautiful mm. and then they sank into the stage and the hip hop unit came out and they did a truly terrible song that I don't even know the title of hip hop unit doesn't always have my favorite songs yeah. but we had um, we had Mingyu and Coops and on Coops, our side and then Wu and uh, Vernon were on the on other, the other side. side cause so like the vocal unit it was in the middle like main stage and then the hip hop unit came out on like the little leggies of the stage mm-hmm. and then after the vocal unit like dropped into the middle then the performance team came out from the middle and they did a song that I've recommended before and is my favorite performance team a solo which is Liliaba I I can't believe I saw that with my own I, I still like uh, <laughs> it was so great it was magical that dance is my favorite of anything and watching them do the entire thing is so exhausting and they didn't even do the whole thing but it was oh my god it was unbelievable it was great and then they disappeared into the floor and we just like boop moved on like nobody said anything nobody acknowledged that it happened it was just like okay that was great and now pentagon (sighs) that was a shock yeah 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 uh i feel like i have to preface this part with like a lot of feelings that's okay like that's why i paused to give you the thank you thank you (laughs) So if you didn't hear, uh, only eight members of Pentagon got to go to KCON. 
Uh, there are 10 members of Pentagon, if you don't know that. Um, if you don't know that, then you need <laughs> then to you get your shit together. you have been listening to our together. show very well. <laughs> um, but I was – I had a, a lot of like – a lot of conflicting feelings about it like all weekend because I had been so excited to see them for so long. Um, and then it all just kind of felt – tainted Mm -hmm. in a weird way um, because uh, I I feel like now is my moment when I put out my Edan and Hyuna special I said how long is it going to take me to regret this and like eh maybe now like just because I don't want people to like listen to that in the future and think that I'm like an insensitive asshole because everything that happened after it has been so awful and I was so happy when we recorded that episode and like Everything for them has, like, sucked from that moment on. And I, like – and I feel bad for, like – because it sounds like I'm celebrating something that has, like, turned out to be, like, not so great. So what ended up happening, if you haven't been catching up, is uh, Cube is basically, like, punishing Edon at this point. Um, They can't do anything to Hyanna because she's Hyanna. Um, But he – there was – on Friday – like, this is crazy. All of this, it's been 11 days. Like, mm-hmm. it feels like an eternity, but it's been 11 days since this <laughs> news came out. But on Friday, there was the one-year anniversary of Pent- of the universe, the Pentagon fan club being a fan club. And they were going to have this big fan club event, which was already weird because Yenan couldn't come because he's in China filming something, which Ugh. again doesn't make sense because June and the Eight are also on that show and they were around. Yeah, but- I, I will rant about the Chinese members <laughs> in a moment. But <laughs> I digress. So it was already going to be weird, but then all of the fans were so upset about this dating news and then it was like, oh, maybe they're mad, maybe it's for safety reasons, maybe he's being punished. It doesn't matter. He didn't get to go to the universe birthday party, which everyone was already upset about. But then I heard tell on Saturday morning that like all the videos that they played at this universe birthday thing, they cut him out like he doesn't exist. That's so fucked up. Like I kind of understand in one sense and I understand as in like, I recognize that this is a common move for K-pop companies, not understand as in, like, empathize with and think that this is the correct move. But, like, usually when something like this happens, the reaction of the company is to, like, deny, deny, and, like, like, remove until the audience forgets about it. So Mm -hmm. it does, quote-unquote, like, make sense for the company to have not allowed Edon to actually go to that event, even though it seems very unfair to me personally, Mm -hmm. like that he wasn't included in it, but it kind of makes sense. Like, Oh, you never know how the fans are going to react. And maybe there are people that are pissed or whatever. And they're going to like yell at him and make a scene. And that would just cause more bad press. But to go so far as to like pretend he wasn't ever a part of the group, that's horrible and also terrifying to fans because then that sets it up like, oh, are they kicking him out of the group? Right. Like, is that what's happening? They're trying to erase his existence entirely? Like, it's such a bad PR move. It's yeah. such a bad business plan. Like, it's, ugh. Everything about it is very horrible. upsetting. But, uh, and from what I heard is that, like, even K universes who were at, who were mad at him and did not want him at the thing were like distressed mm-hmm. that they didn't put him in the videos. Like yeah. that was too to them. That was too far. They just didn't want to see him because they were mad at him. Yeah, they're like, we need a minute. 
But it, it's like a, you know what? I just don't want to talk about this right now, but I'm not breaking up with you. Right. right? It's like, I just need to be alone. Like, I need to not look at your face for a minute, but I'm not going to kick you out of my house. Right. But yeah, so that happened the day before they had to leave for this. Yeah. And there were also accounts that, like, members who are normally very tough were, like, openly sobbing. Like, it just, the whole uh, vibe was very bad. And I was feeling, like, very, very sad. And very, just like very conflicted because like I love Pentagon and I want to support Pentagon and I want them to feel loved, but it feels icky and yucky and bad. And I like don't want Cube to think that I'm okay with this because mm-hmm. I'm not. But yeah. like, uh, so it was hard. And a lot of people, like, I don't want to project, but like a lot of fans were saying that like they looked sad and they looked tired and like they did. Yeah. But they definitely <sighs> didn't have the same kind of energy that I think they usually have, which def- I mean, could have just been like that they've they have been working really hard, like promoting a variety of things. And then, of course, like traveling, whatever takes your toll. But I think there's definitely an emotional drain that has been happening. And the fact that like they weren't all together means they didn't have their full support system for each other. And like, yeah, poor baby. So. I went into the concert, like, with very, very mixed feelings, and it was odd, um, and it didn't lessen at all when, as soon as this 17 thing that, like, I wasn't prepared for, then all of a sudden the, like, banners, because there's LEDs that go all the way around, Mm -hmm. staples, like, on all the levels, and at KCON they use those to put the name of whatever group is performing at the time. So 17, like, sinks back into the stage, and then all of a sudden it says Pentagon, and I'm like, wait, no, wait, wait. And then the spotlight comes up on a dude with a violin, and I was like, who is that guy? And there was, like, a weird silence, like, there was a weird murmur from the crowd of everyone being like, who, who is the violin guy? But then he started playing the na 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 mm-hmm. um, because they needed to open the song different because you know who yeah. opens Shine Edon does mm-hmm. so. And then they also threw us off because we were looking at the violin guy. Mm-hmm. And where's Pentagon? In the audience. Yes. So they split Pentagon <laughs> up into two. Since since only eight of them were there, they split them up into four and four and, like, had them in the standing room only. And so, like, after the violinist did the little introduction, then just, like, a spotlight came on the crowd. And you could, like, what? What's going on? Oh, shit. It's we. And then, like, whatever. They started singing the song. And it was it was very disconcerting the way that they started it off only because like that 17 special stage came on. And so then, and then there's this random violin person that nobody recognizes. So we were all sitting there like, is this a special stage? Is this the real thing? Are they just coming out to do like a fun version of this song? What's happening? Mm -hmm. But it was real. They were doing shine for real. Uh And everybody went crazy because all weekend long, if that song got played at any point on the convention floor, everyone was going bonkers because as I've said, song of the year, Mm -hmm. like, Shine is the shit, and everyone loved it. Yeah. So The like, number of times that we heard that song, like, it was stuck in my head all weekend long. It's yeah. stuck in my head right now. Yeah. So, um, and then also, very sweetly, all of the fandoms that had light sticks that can change color, like the carrot bongs and the twice bong, or the candy bongs, and, like, mm-hmm. all the groups that have light sticks that will change color, they all sweetly changed their colors to blue for Pentagon, which was really, really nice. Yeah. I even saw some people that had these, like, big, uh, they were K-Con light sticks. Like yeah. it was just like a big plastic K and you could change the colors and a lot of them changed it to blue too. Yeah. So that was really nice. Mm-hmm. So they did shine. Um, and then they came out to talk and they like 
they did because there were like segments sometimes with like videos so they did like yeah. a, you voted on what Pentagon song you want to hear mm-hmm. and it showed the choices and like this was third choice come on who <laughs> I I started to boo but then I was like no don't boo that's not I was just like upset because like this is my favorite mm-hmm. but they did but Hui and Gino sang like like the chorus oh and it was the shit but yeah. I was really upset because I love like this um, but then they did beautiful and a lot of universes were getting very emotional like I I wasn't ready for that one they sounded amazing though um, and then they closed it out with Runaway which was mm-hmm. really really great I love yeah. Runaway uh, they did that one away from us so I got to see it like just from the back yeah you can see some Pentagon butts on our Instagram because I could only see the back of it. You know, it was kind of cool seeing some of the dances from the back, um, especially for groups like Pentagon and Seventeen because of the way that you could see the formations. Mm -hmm. I I honestly, like from a nerdy dancer perspective, like really enjoyed seeing the back view of the dances. And I also noticed in a a couple of groups if they had choreography where people like run to or face the back, those people were taking moments to like Uh heart signs or whatever to the people they were facing. Because like they normal they normally do that to a wall. Yeah. But there were people, so they like took the time to do it. Mm-hmm. Um so that was Pentagon stage. It happened too early. I wasn't ready. <laughs> uh, and it happened so fast. And they so were fast. just like, hello, goodbye. And then we moved on. And who came out next? He, this is where our list gets complicated because we really I Oh mean, yeah. We might confession be, I time right. is that um even though as as of this recording, we saw this concert literally yesterday. It hasn't even been 24 hours. It was still happening. <laughs> like We can't remember the to- – we can't totally remember the order. So after Pentagon <laughs> – I'm going to blame Pentagon. Like the, the uh-huh. shock of the 17 special stage and Pentagon was so much that our brains were scrambled like from – after Pentagon left until Newest W came on the yeah, stage. I can't and Newest the W order. was the second to last group. So just take that, like take everything that we're about to say yeah. before if Newest you were there, with a little asterisk, yeah. like maybe our order is wrong. If you were there and you're like, hey, that's not the order, like yeah, yeah we know. But so we're anyway, trying. but I do know for a fact that this guy June came out before Chunga because I left during June and when I came back, Chunga was on the okay. stage. Um so I know that for a so fact. So we can probably maybe just guess that. June. June was next. next. And June is a guy, his name is uh, June Curry-On. Well, that's not his real name. That's his Instagram. But that's his his, YouTube handle or whatever. Um, He's from a group that we mentioned before, which is actually a K-pop parody group called Boys Generally Asian. Um, And he has since made like sort of a K-pop debut of his own. As like an actual. He has an actual singer and as a solo artist. So he came out and did... I don't know because I left to get another glass of wine. It was I mean he had like a lot of backup dancers is what I remember oh, he did. about it. Um because I also took that moment to upload things to the Instagram and wait for you to come back with wine, but I like remember there being a lot of backup dancers, but also I was impressed with him because 
he was doing his little single and it was like he was facing us and he did a dance with like three boys and then he turned this way and some girls came up the stairs and they did something and then he turned that way mm. like he did his he whole made performance a good, in a yeah. circle like he made a good thing and I saw a lot of people tweeting at him that apparently he's done he did the pre-show last year mm. so people were like very proud of him for getting like bumped up to the real stage oh, but yeah. he only got to do that one oh okay song. he only did one yeah. song that's and he didn't why even talk. the turnaround happened so fast he came out and he did his song and he walked off he didn't even do hey I'm uh, June thanks for like he was out in and out okay yeah fair enough so that's why because I was surprised when I was walking back and I heard uh, Love You by Chunga I was like oh my god that was so fast and I thought at first maybe that she was on stage with him because mm. it is a partner dance and so I was like oh well maybe they are doing Turned like into another a special, like, stage. special stage or whatever special stages really threw a wrench into yeah. our, our expectations um, but so anyway so that guy came out neither of us really paid attention to him then Chunga came out Mm-hmm. And she did Love You and Roller Coaster. Yes. Um, so she did Love You Facing Us and then turned around to do Roller Coaster. Um, and she was fantastic. She was amazing. Yeah. She, she was, was incredible. wearing this really cute, like tiny, I couldn't even tell if it was like a leotard or a dress, but something incredibly small and white. And then it had like. No, she was wearing girl. Yeah, she was wearing like a little, um, like a. It had like little spaghetti straps, and it was like a feather flapper girl. Feathers, that's the word. uh, Top, and then she had little white shorts on, and these like cute strappy sandals. Um, And she sounded amazing. She sang live. Um, She her dancing was perfect. Like her backup dancers did a great job. She, like I said earlier, spoke really great English, Uh and so um, all of the like talking that she did was in English um, and she was just personable and adorable and great. She was really cute and then as soon as she finished her little set they brought up Vernon and Josh came back uh-huh. and then they brought and up kept her on the stage uh-huh, and then they brought up From Us Nine mm-hmm. which is a rookie girl group um, and they had From Us Nine and Chunga they like you know on this video screen they put like a very you know like a fake random random yeah, yeah, thing yeah. generator like oh boy um, and it was like they had to do like uh, oh sing a ballad like show us a cover dance challenge uh-huh. like oh put on a red velvet song or whatever yeah they did a random play that was one of the games they did they sang uh, they, that's how ba- we, yeah ballad battle or something uh-huh. battle of the ballads or whatever and so Chunga sang like a little ballad and then one of the girls from From Miss Nine sang a bit of a Sam Smith song yeah. and then they did their random play dance challenge and then they did one other game but I can't remember the third one. I can't remember it either. They definitely did a third one, though, didn't I they? I swear they did, but I don't remember. Maybe something with the audience? No, that was 17. Uh, no, Newest did that, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, the posing one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was super I cute. don't know. There must have been a third. But it was just anyway. like a cute little, like, get-to-know-you thing. And then yeah. Chunga, Josh, and Vernon left, and From Us Nine got to have their stage after Yes, that. and they did two songs, I believe, that sounds right. Three. No, they did three. They did three because I remember being surprised that Chunga didn't do as many songs as they did. They did more than yeah. Because I th- I wanted did. to hear Why Don't You Know, and I mm. just got Love You and Roller, which is fine. Love You and Roller Coaster are great, yeah. but she has one other single, and I thought we'd get to hear it. Um, but yeah, From Us Nine did like their newest song, and then they did that Two Heart song that I know, and then they did their pre debut song yes. out on the wing where yeah, we yeah, were, yeah. and mm. they were so good. They they had, were like, great. They were great. These new girl groups, especially the ones that dress cutesy, like G-Friend and stuff, they can dance. Like, they do complicated, like, somehow really, like, 
feminine and like flowy, but also like very striking and like precise, synchronized and precise and like complicated choreography while also being very feminine and dainty. And their skirts were perfect. They had so many layers and like flowed Mm -hmm. so nicely. And Angelica noticed that they were all wearing little white heels of different heel length so that they would look. That's how fucking close we were, people. Yeah, we I do. could notice. Not only did I notice the makeup contours on that boy's abs, I also noticed the heels of varying heights. Um, that one girl with the auburn hair was hella tall. Yeah, that her, poor girl. That poor she, girl they had her in the smallest heels, but she and still she was, was still so taller tall. than the rest of them. That poor girl. But anyway, yeah, they had these cute little, um, like, character shoes almost in each mm-hmm. one so that they could all be the same height. They, like, all had their different heels. Um, and they were so cute. Yeah, they were super Their cute. style of K-pop is not really, like, my personal taste. I don't think that I would listen to their music yeah. or, like, buy their music off, you know, outside of this. But I thoroughly enjoyed their performance. I listen to great. their music. It's exactly my type. <laughs> like, in, in the Venn diagram of me and Angelica's K-pop tastes, like, Girl groups like that are yeah, on my are on, play, your side. on my piece yeah, only. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Fromis Nine <laughs> came out, and then the brand new love of our lives, <laughs> Roy Kim, came out on the stage. And let me tell you, I was not prepared to have my breath taken away. Oh yeah, but. Oh, baby, was it? She was fully in love by the end of the like fully first song. in love. Fully, he was so beautiful. His eyeshadow was. Perfection. Perfect. It was like very subtle, but also kind of like glittery. And, brown and, oh, and he so was just nice. so pretty. He had like a five o'clock shadow and he played the guitar. And oh my God, he was so pretty. He was so pretty. And the second song he did was uh, Blower's Daughter by Damien Rice. And I had a very good laugh because that was like the song on my makeout mix in high school. Like, it's a, it is like a quintessential. <laughs> Early two thousands makeout playlist, yeah. like yeah, 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 for yeah, yeah. Jamie sure. Rice. Um, and then at one point, was it during or after the song? But there was one point where it was like just quiet enough that there was a girl who screamed with all of her might, "You're so beautiful!" <laughs> it was me. No, it wasn't. It but wasn't. I, but it could have been. But she got. She's me. yeah. She spoke for all of us in that moment. Yeah. And it was amazing. Um, so that was like an interesting – I like, again, I wasn't surprised. I mean I wasn't surprised. I wasn't like prepared to like – because it was like yeah. dude came out with an acoustic guitar like, oh boy, like let's all like, take a okay, nap. Okay, what's this going to be? <laughs> and also to be honest, like I had no idea who Roy Kim was um, ahead of time. So I didn't know what to expect from him. And in, st- and in return, I, my heart was stolen. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so he and in return, I was attacked. Um, but anyway, so he came out and he was great. And then they did their last special stage, um, which was so. This was really weird because in this special stage, they like introduced this theme. Oh, I guess. at the beginning of the show, they played oh, a yeah, video yeah, yeah. where Momo Land opened up a magical map of KCON World. Yeah, so it was like a weird, like <laughs> Disneyland themed, like map. And so, like, Momoland, like, opens up this map that is animated in the video, and it has, like, different parts or whatever, yeah, like, it was different, like, like, dance center and, like, meditation tree. And, like, yeah, it was all weird. these, like, random things that aren't real places in KCON, so that it seemed like a misstep in a right. lot of ways. But 
one of the places on the map at the beginning that they don't really talk about, um, but they just like show it on the map is called the Midnight Fantasy Garden. <laughs> and so then uh, after Roy Kim came out, Josh and Vernon came out and they were standing in the middle of the audience. And I was like, what the fuck? They could have been standing right next to me and I would have lost. But they lost picked the other side of the mind. stadium. Yeah, of course they picked the other side of the stadium, but it's fine, whatever. Um, anyway, so they came out and they said, Quite possibly the worst line I've ever heard an MC <laughs> say, um, which was Vernon saying that they, he, they were going to take us to the Midnight Fantasy Garden where lovely ladies turn sexy. <laughs> yeah. And it was so cringy. It was it so was, cringy. It was very cringy. It was like – it was very obvious that Josh and Vernon did not read their cue cards. And also they might have handed them the wrong ones because at the beginning, at the very beginning of the show, Vernon was like, are you ready to see twice? And the audience was like, uh, no. Because that was the night before. <laughs> he said twice and Momo yeah. and they both played the night before. And we were like, wait. I think they gave them the wrong cards. Um, but yeah. yeah, so Midnight Fantasy Garden, right? Is that yes, Midnight <laughs> Fantasy Garden. Um, uh, was the segment so they so then the three like female acts came out to yeah. do like a special stage which was really cool yeah poor intro cool stage. cool thing yeah so it was a uh, dream catcher and they did Havana and they they did that first right yes. so dream catcher came out they had different outfits and they went to like the the stage they were on the farthest furthest away from us. from us they went on like one of the little side leggies like all the way to the other side and they did um, like a short clip of Havana and then from us nine came out and they were on on the like outside leg toward us and they did a short dance to Missy Elliott's Where They From Mm -hmm. and then Chunga appeared like from the middle of the stage with her like dance her boy dancer that she has yeah for love one of you. her boy dancers for love you and they did a partner dance to ariana grande's god is a woman and it was sexy oh as god, all hell so cool. oh my god everyone was, was freaking fantastic out. all three of them did a really good job too especially because like at least Dreamcatcher and from miss nine like don't have a very sexy image yeah um and so they they did an awesome job. Yeah, it was a really fun, like, mm-hmm. little thing to just, like, I liked that it was, like, a girls-only special stage and that they, like, yeah, all got to do too. something fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really neat. And then... And the newest W newest came w. out. Yeah, so newest W is a subunit of newest um, because newest is a five-member boy group and one of their members is currently in 101. And so newest W is the remaining four members Waiting. W stands for waiting, which makes me want to cry so much. I know. It's also waiting for 101. There's like so oh, many reasons man. that that W st- that that W works, but it is thoroughly depressing that that's what it stands for. Regardless, <laughs> they came out uh, and they were great. Their they fans were, awesome. were flipping out. Like oh, I yeah. felt, I felt out of it because, like, I know I've heard newest songs before, mm-hmm. but I, like the way that people were reacting to them, I was like, oh, I think I missed something. Here. I know. I didn't realize that they were that popular either. Like, there's, I have a list of songs that, like, because um, I'll listen to essentially like a Pandora like shuffle playlist mm-hmm. of of songs that maybe I don't know all of them. And every time newest comes on, I almost always love the song, so I like keep a running list and of like songs to find later on and so I have a really long list of newest songs that I thoroughly enjoy but I don't actually know anything about them Um, so I was surprised that they had so many fans Mm -hmm. and they were fans of like official light sticks 
there were two different light sticks. They made newest W light sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They weren't newest light sticks. They were specifically for this subunit, which I found very surprising because um, I guess they're a big fucking deal, and I just yeah. didn't know. But uh, but they were great. They were they were really good. And they during one of their talking segments played a game like a very variety show style game where they did. Uh, a pose challenge with the oh audience. Oh my god, it was so funny. Oh, it was so cute. So they would like on the jumbotron, like one of the cameras was on one of the members, and then the other camera would be like finding somebody in the audience, and they'd have to pose together, like and doing so, half of the heart, yeah. or like whatever. But so many of the people on the screen were just like flipping out, walking uh-huh. on the screen, and like everyone was like yelling, like move your hands. It's like they weren't. Yeah, they, they weren't, weren't doing, doing the, the pose. I know one of the members was standing there with like half of his heart for so long, and the girl was just dancing the whole time. <laughs> but the la- the very last girl nailed. They the were hand like, heart. "You pick your pose," and they she did little hand heart. Yeah, and she figured out because it was like mirrored, mm-hmm. and then she got it just right, and everybody cheered. So yeah, loud. it was great. But they did maybe like three songs, I guess. Yeah, uh, and then, three or four. Yeah, three or four. I don't know any of the newest songs in order to be able to tell you which ones they did, but I can tell you that they were fantastic. They were sexy and like slick R and B. They had like different suits. They all looked great. One um, of them is really, really hot. I think one. several of them are pretty okay. good looking. Actually, there was one of them had like a choker and he looked really cute. And then there was another one that was like standing close to us and he was very pretty too. Oh, that's true. Yeah, no, that's true. I'm yeah. looking, I'm looking at them. And now. then there's that little that one, one that, that looks, looks like, like Lou Han. Han. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But they yeah. have a song out right now called Deja Vu that has like the slickest bass line in it ever. So, like, Oh yeah, that was great. I think that was like the first song that they did so. and it was fantastic. Um, they did a really good job. I liked them a lot. Enough to like, then want to want to learn more about them later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So that was news W. Uh huh. That and was news W. And then last. And then people certainly the t- people get into Twitter. Least. Oh, who's there's no one else left. Like yeah, we, we all we asked knew. the girl in front of. Wait, there's no one else left, right? Like you know, I just said mm. it out loud. I was like, so seventeen is the only one left, right? And the girl in front of us, who was there by herself, I'd like to add, uh, turned around and just went, "Yes, they're the only ones." And I was like, "This girl gets Let's- it." Go. Um, I will say before we get to 17, because this is when we did stand up, I like want to A, like thank, but also I'm a little, I'll explain. They told us at the beginning mm-hmm. not to like stand up. They had rules. They Very were like, don't strict stand up, don't rules. take pictures, and don't excessively cheer, which I thought was really weird. Yeah. Um, but uh, in other sections, I was looking across, and in other sections, whole sections were standing mm. up. But our section, I guess, just decided to be polite. And I think that's one of those concert things where it's like someone has to decide to stand up, and then the rest of the group will decide to stand up. Yeah. So, like, during Pentagon, I stayed in my seat. Yuto was in front of me, and I wanted him to see my shirt, and I wanted to make eye contact with him, but I was just like— I couldn't. I wouldn't stand up. I didn't want to do it. They told us not to, and no one else was standing up. But I was bouncing so hard in my chair. I have weird bruises on the back <laughs> of my thighs now. You did that to yourself when we saw Shiny. I at the know. Hollywood I because I need to be standing, or I'll grip the chair like a crazy person. 
So when 17 came out, we all did finally stand up in our section. Everybody. No one was going to tell me to sit down <laughs> during 17. I was also on the aisle and fully prepared to like stand in the stairs themselves. See, that's if- good because I remember two years ago going into the aisle to try to do the G-Friend dance and getting yelled at by a security person for dancing in the aisle. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry we don't do that here. Yeah, I know. I was prepared to, to take on either audience members complaining that I'm standing in front of them or security guards telling me I couldn't be in the stairs. But nobody complained at all because I stood up as soon as 17 came out. I feel like before they were even fully out, I was already like, yes, let's go. Um, but yeah, they came out and of course they started with Oh My. Um, that was fantastic. Did they come up out of the floor? Did they like raise them out of the floor? Yes. I think so. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, they did because they raised – because uh, Onwu was already outside of the thing. Because like basically – so oh, when right. they, when they uh, bring someone up out of the floor at the Staples Center, they bring the like jumbotron. The jumbotron in the middle of the stage is like a circle that hovers over the middle of the, of the whole stadium and they drop it down to the stage to like basically cover up the hole mm-hmm. in the stage. So they had dropped it down really close to the stage and Onwu was standing in front of it and then it raised up. And so it – the song started with – and you could only see Onwu on the stage and he was doing his little like video game thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the thing went up and they were all standing there. In oh, right. And I have to note, they, because they were all in the floor, Hong Sok from Pentagon and Chunga got to introduce them yes. as other mm-hmm. English speakers to be around to do that uh, since Seventeen had to be in the floor. Yes. Yeah, so they came out. They came out of the floor and they did Oh My and uh, – I'm sorry. Wait. I have to look up the title of the song because it's going to bug me if I I'm keep saying I'm pretty sure it it's Our Dawn is Hotter Than the Day but – Very close. Oh. Our Dawn is Hotter Than Day. Oh. No thee. No thee. But anyway, so they did Oh My and Our Dawn is Hotter Than Day which are like the two songs that they've been promoting on all of the music shows so far. So they did those two and then they said their little speech when and they is that like, when Hello. they played their little gamey? Mm-hmm. That's when they played their game, which uh, they had certain members do certain things, right? So like... Uh, Hoshi did Egyo. Hoshi did Egyo. Dolphia, June had to do the In My Feelings challenge. Yes, that's right. June had to dance to that Drake song. Dokium had to do something. What did he do? What did he do? He went first. Wow. Was he one of the ones who did the dance? Maybe he was one of the ones who did the dance. No. Because Uji did something too. Wow. I don't remember. Uh, all I, re- I don't either. I, I'm really not Anyway, they played, they played some game. They made them like do little things. Yeah, they it made Hoshi do Ego. They made June dance the Drake song, and then they did like an audience couple dance thing. Oh my god! Where they had three members on screen, and then like another person came on the state on the screen. So like I know that Uzi did uh, did was one of the ones. The who girl did the that he dance. got, they were like. She was, yeah, they, they were, like, were grinding. Really it was really funny. Was that was cute. great. And Mingyu got a kid. Mingyu got a little girl, <laughs> um, which I will say I was bitter that, that the camera guy didn't find me for that. I know your I had shirt the was perfect so perfect. Shirt, and I know that camera guy saw me because I was in the aisle, right and I there. made eye contact <laughs> with him, but it's fine. We gotta the little watch, girl was very cute. We got to watch the screen. I mean, the stream. We could have showed up on the video. We don't know. That's true. We could have. Um, but anyway, so, like, a couple of the members did this, like, cute little dance, and and then they did very nice. 
which I died. That's my favorite yeah. Seventeen song. Mm-hmm. So that I was, was fantastic. Really excited to see that in person. Yeah, they did nice, and they did that facing us, yes. which was nice because that is a dance where like the formation matters. But then they didn't even so like. Uh, what I was saying earlier was that um, I I predicted that Seventeen would be able to like figure out how to act Turn. like adequately and appropriately use a round stage, and I was right mm-hmm. um, because they're amazing. And uh, so during Nice, like after in the part where. Uh, Jonghan is singing and they come in from this that part um, and that's where they sort of broke from the regular choreography and then they sort of used it as one of those songs where they like run around yeah. and sing and make eye and contact DK with got everybody. really crazy. Yeah, of course. And he did cute, cute. Like he yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and Hoshi were playing like a fake fight uh-huh. like they, they got, were hamming it up got, uh, having a great time like they would normally do at one of the end of their concerts and then they did uh, they finished with Manse um, which was amazing I did not think that they were going to sing that song and I can't believe that I got to see them do it live um, and for that performance they did a really awesome job of like sh- shaking up the formations and choreography so that every single side of the audience yeah. was able to see and by the last the chorus members. they just made a big out facing so uh-huh. took months and months and yeah months yeah months. yeah yeah instead of being in a clump and like turning around they yeah, were yeah, just yeah. on a circle um and then of at the very as the very finale they just had everybody come back out to wave and say goodbye and they blew confetti in the air and mm-hmm. we were all so happy yeah and, and it was i amazing. clearly uh screamed a lot yeah like i did as lot, well but lot. i sound better than you do i can't i think the lady next to me kind of hated being next to me but <laughs> i I needed to get I needed to get it out. It's okay. I think that she was having a great time. She was singing along to so many people. I was very impressed. She was a an older mother who was there with her daughter who had like a really adorable custom made Hoshi shirt. Uh-huh. Um and they were just singing along. They were having fun, but I I just could feel that she didn't like quiet like in her <laughs> ear like the whole time. But I was You told us! Yes, yes. I was, and I was like screaming all the songs and I was jumping the whole time and it was so much fun. I love K pop concerts. K pop concerts are the best. Um, and they just, I like cannot wait to see an actual concert because, I mean, you went to the Got Seven tour, which was like a fantastic experience. And, all of the K-pop shows I've ever seen have been these, like, fun little compilation shows, which are great, and I super am, like, very blessed and happy that I've gotten the opportunity to go to those. But I really want to see, like, a show that is, you know, like, just 17, like, just shiny, whatever, you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like, I want to see one of their tours. Well, I think we've, like, pinky sworn that to be, like, a goal for yeah. the rest of this year or whatever is just keep an eye out. For, like, who's coming on tour and, like, if we got to go to San Francisco, if we got to go to Chicago, if we got to make a little trip, like. If we have to go all the way to Toronto, so be it. We should. Like, we should. We should go because, yeah, yeah I did enjoy that God Seven concert and I was sad mm-hmm. that I had to go alone. But, like, yeah. it's fun to go to, like, a solo show. Especially if they went to, like, Mexico City. That's not that far oh, away. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll just keep an eye on all the tours. Yeah. Um, so that was our KCON recap. We had a lot of fun and, like, I sincerely, sincerely hope that all of our listeners like get to go someday because they do yeah. they have KCON all over the world it's mm-hmm. not just an LA New York thing like it happens all over the world all, all year long um, so if and I think if you are a K-pop fan and especially a lot of you guys write into us a lot and say like I never get to talk to anybody about K-pop in my whole life and like 
I listen to this podcast because it makes me feel like I have people to talk to and whatever. Like, I think, like, I think KCON is like a good goal. If you're looking for like something to save up for or something to like look totally. forward to, like try to make try to make it to a KCON one year. Cause like being there's something very comforting about just being surrounded by your people. Like Yeah, it's really fun. <laughs> it's really easy to meet people. Um like we ended up making friends with some girls in line when we were waiting to get into the convention center on Saturday that we later because they like asked us about our bags. And so we just sort of struck up a conversation and we ended up seeing them literally all weekend. Like we we would run yeah. into them everywhere. Um, but people are always really friendly. They're like super excited to talk to you about the things that they love because just by being there, they know that you love them too. Yeah. Um, and there's so many fun workshops and stuff. And like, honestly, the merch booths like weren't that impressive this year. Last year they were better. Um, that is where I got my Chanyol pillow yeah. after all. But, uh, yeah, I mean, even just going to the convention and not going to the con- – the concert's amazing. But, like, last year we went to the convention and we didn't go to the concert and we still had a great time. Yeah. So if you get the opportunity to go, especially if you're someone who doesn't know a lot of people who share this interest of yours, like, KCON's a great time. Yeah, definitely. So uh, thanks to KCON for giving yeah. us three solid years of memories. Can't wait for next year. Yeah. Um, and uh, and as they say at KCON, you're never too old to fangirl. You're never too old to fangirl. So we will be right back uh, with our random game. And we're back. And we're very excited about oh the group gosh. that got chosen for us this week because this is a group that we love to like – we love them and we love to joke about them and – we just lo- – Just the idea of them makes me it's, happy. Yeah, I just – I love them so much. I'm so glad that we got this group. So the group is – surprise. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> that, that was anticlimactic. Um, because So it's a group that is technically pronounced surprise. We call them five prize or, or fur prize, prize because it's spelled with the number five instead of a capital S. So it's just surprise, but it's a five U-R-P-R-I-S-E. So we call them five prize or for prize. Um, because it's funnier. Because it's funnier and because they are a truly terrible idol group. Yeah. Like. <laughs> no, they're not good idols. So no, we'll explain. Yeah. Surprise is made up of five actors. Yes. They are actors first and foremost. And they are not, weirdly enough, they're not known as an idol group. They are known as an actor group. So they made a uh, their debut as a group of the five of them as for prize. Um, <laughs> and they debuted as uh, like they were – what am I trying to say? They debuted on a show called After School Lucky or Not, which was like a 12-episode mini drama um, that was on like a – it was like an internet show, basically. Yeah, it was like, like, like for, it, on your phone. it says just for smartphones and tablets. Like it was like a, yeah. a phone, but drama. it wasn't like a. It wasn't like oh, this is a drama starring this person and this person. It was like this is a drama starring surprise. This group this is of surprise. five boys. Um, so the five boys are uh, So Kang Jun, Gong Myung. Yu Il, Kang Teo, and Lee Taehwan. Uh, they are all. Beautiful, yeah. And two of them are our most favorite. Oh yes. actors. Like a, I a love ball. Kang Jun so much, and I love Gong Myung so much. Oh my god, Gong Myung was <laughs> the reason that. Okay, Ki is the reason I started watching Drinking Solo, but Gong Myung is like the reason I loved Kept and also it. hated Drinking yeah. Solo because he's he second was, lead, second lead syndrome, uh, second lead syndrome, but also like 
dear God, he's beautiful yeah. and his smile lights up the whole darn world and I just like love him so much. Gong Myun uh, also has a brother in NCT yes. and he was on one of the final seasons of We Got Married, yes. a show we've mentioned many times. Um, and Kang Jun was also on a show that we've mentioned before called Roommates, yes. which is a variety show, variety, not variety, reality, reality show, show of like peop- a bunch of different stars. Famous like, living people together. living together. Um, and it's funny that you bring that up because uh, we learned in the first episode of Roommate when they like went to everybody's houses that at the time of the first season of Roommate, all of Surprise lived in a room that's as big as the one we're in right now, which yeah. is not like those poor boys. Oh, my God. They just they like, lived in like a one room apartment and they had they like only ate ramen and they were so poor and they all slept on the floor like in a line. <laughs> and I remember when Kang Jun like came into the roommate house and he was like in it was like a you know like those movies where like little orphan Annie like goes like into the mansion like, for the yeah, yeah. first time and like her I eyes are really I'm wide. Like yeah, it here. that was Gong Myung's like internal <laughs> monologue. The entire Ka- thank you. What did I just? I just you combined the Myung. two. You got excited. Um, Kang Jun's like internal monologue the entire time he was wandering around the roommate house. Like he walked into his room and there were bunk beds and his roommate was like, "Oh, like do you mind? Like I'd really prefer to have the um, the lower bunk." And Kang Jun was like. We get real beds? <laughs> like, oh my God. I don't have to sleep on the floor with four other people. Um, but then fortunately in later years we saw on a We Got Married episode that they do have their own apartments now. Yes. And they are like nicely sized apartments. And I'm pretty sure that they're all doing fine. Like yeah, yeah, if yeah. you are a K-drama watcher, you know all of these guys. Uh-huh. Like they're around. Um, yeah, and they are still like they are still a group. Like, and this is a very strange group because, like I said, like they uh, do promote themselves as a group, as a unit, but they also like the music they make is very secondary. Like, yeah. They promote themselves as a group of actors, so they are still together. I guess you could say they don't live together anymore, mm-hmm. um, but they do. They're like everywhere. You can see them if you would like to see something recent. Uh-huh. They played. Uh, versions of themselves on Bust Netflix's Korean variety rom romp show <laughs> called Busted. Yes, it that show Busted. It has Sehun on it um, from EXO, and then like a bunch of other recognizable Korean variety faces. If you're like into Running Man and shows like that, you will definitely recognize a lot of this cast. And it's sort of like an the concept is like an escape room like detective agency sort of um and so f- I keep calling them for prize surprise uh was on the show and they were all playing themselves in the sense that they had they used their real names they used their real names but and they, they were like playing, we're a group like, yeah. we're we're practicing to be a group called surprise yeah 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 but the whole show is very odd because it's like it's like not scripted but also everyone's supposed to be in character but you so do they have like character. so it yeah. makes it odd but anyway but the boys of surprise being actors were very good at that like yeah. the the variety show hosts of busted <laughs> really don't get it very well yeah they <laughs> but, have a hard time but these actor boys were great they did a good job at being the murder suspects or whatever in yeah. that episode but i am very excited to watch whatever music yeah. video we Yeah so end let's up get watching. into it um because i remember like when we found out 
out that for prize was a thing, yes. we were like very excited because we were watching Drinking Solo and we were like, "What? This guy's in an yeah, idol and group!" And I was like, "Oh my god, I can see more of him! Like, thank God! Like, show me a shirtless dancing! Let's go!" And like, I remember being we watched whatever we watched of theirs, and it's it was probably going to be this one. Terrible, and sad, slow ballad, and it was just awful. We were like, "Ooh, babies, you should stick to acting," but they do, so no worries. So that's probably what we're going to watch now. But their most popular video is called From My Heart. It has 2 million views and it is from 2014. So, uh, yeah, I remember this one. Mm. Let's, uh, here we go. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. Before we do, um, actually, let's see. How much music have they actually produced? Not much. One, two. Okay, they have three, perhaps, EPs. Two Japanese. Yeah, two Japanese. So really only one Korean album, and that came out... In 2014, the one we're going to watch. Okay. Okay, so here we go. Surprise from my heart. Okay, Gongmyeon is in a motorcycle jacket. Someone has a butt. Oh, God, they're all so pretty. Oh, yeah. Okay, so they're all getting together in, like, a weird truck. Truck. Pocky. It's a girl at a cafe. Cleaning up Campbell's soup and Perrier water. Oh, now she's on the back. No, maybe that's a different Nope, that's a boy. Oh, that's a boy. That's one of the the other members. Oh, right, right, right. (laughs) He just had such a pretty face that when all you could see was the helmet. They're all so gorgeous. They all have the same, like, idol. They all have the same drama lead haircut. Uh They're all in motorcycle jackets. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shake that hair out. They're all wearing leather jackets. They're all so beautiful. I know. This this music video is just like, you know, it looks like the behind the scenes of a magazine photo shoot. Because like, they're all just smiling. They're just smiling and looking at each other and like holding things. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel you, girl. The girl in the cafe just looked up and was like, who are these five beautiful men walking? And why are they together? Oh, they set up a circus. They pulled the circus out of the back of their truck. Oh, they're is that the concept boys. of this? That yes, they're, they're circus, circus performers? Boys. They're carnies. These hot guys are I'm carnies. Just, these, these boys are too hot to be carnies. Look at that face. <laughs> There's a clown. Come on. Okay, people no have one's come to the circus now, including the girl. Yeah. That cafe girl was like, oh, you hot boys have a carnival? I will be there. Every single shot of this music video is at le- at least 75% speed. It's like all in slow-mo because the pretty boys are just like turning. Yeah, and they're just and like doing bad doing magic, magic slowly. And a clown is making really big bubbles. Confetti, that's their magic? Wow. But everyone's so impressed because they're pretty. So impressed. All they have to do is stand there, and they're impressive. Oh, the girl is sad. Oh, she has a she wants to give them a present, but which one? 
she just leaves it there. Ugh, now they're showing, they're doing that terrible thing I hate where they're showing the girl with all of the members. They're like giving the girl. She doesn't, a solo she can't shot get all of them. One. That's not fair. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> this one lover per group trope never works out well. What's in the box? I don't think we're going to get to see what's in the box. Come on. Oh, Kongjun, please just look in my eyes forever. <laughs> I like that he's the last one. Yeah. Well, he's the he's star. very pretty. Oops. Accidentally started the video over again. No, no, no. We're okay. Thank you. Uh, they're so pretty, but their music's such a snooze. They're very pretty. I, I need to look it up because I haven't started it, but um, where is it? Oh, Kang Joon's on a drama right now called Are You Human? Or What's a Human Anyway? Ugh, dramas always have different titles mm. but everybody really likes it i haven't started it yet but i think he plays an android in it someone's sexy Ooh. android boyfriend so nice I need to check that one out i need to find more of gong myung's work i started face... bride of the water god or whatever that one he was in No, but he's the second lead in that one too i, know. Uh, his... I need to see my baby being the hero being the hero because even in his we got married season like he was constantly <laughs> being made a fool of or like Making a fool of himself. His, that's I know, his thing. but he's so yeah. beautiful. Like he's just a prince. I know. I need him. He'll get. He'll get his lead role someday, probably. Ugh. Well, anyway, that was fry prize. Surprise! 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 Um, Pretty right. to look at. Not much else. Well, that was fun. It's so good to have you back here. It feels, I feel like warm and good and happy. Like this is, ah, this is how it's supposed to be. So do you have a recommendation? We haven't heard from you in forever. So whatever you pick is going to be fun. Yes, I do have a recommendation. Um, Perhaps not surprisingly, it is of 17 (laughs) um, because I have, well, since since I've been here, the last time I was here, um, I now own literally all of their albums. Mm-hmm. I own their entire discography. I don't even own Shiny's entire discography, and I own all of Seventeen's. Wow. I will say, in my defense, Seventeen's is smaller yeah. than Shiny's, but I own it all. Um, so I'm going to recommend um, a song. Off of their newest album, which is uh, called You Make My Day. Um, That's the name of the album. That's the album that has Oh My on it. And I'm going to recommend the song Moonwalker. Um, The album is really cool because, like, just reading the title tracks, you wouldn't know this, but only two of the songs have all of the members, and the other three songs are uh, unit solos. So, like, one of the songs is just the vocal team, one of them is just the uh, hip-hop team, and one of them is just the the performance team. and all of the songs in this album are great. I should just yeah, recommend this good. entire album. It's not, it's and it's really not good. long. It's a, no, it's it's only a five little songs. mini. And it's only all five. Good. They're all great from beginning to end. But I'm going to recommend Moonwalker because it's weird um, and it's really catchy. And I can't wait to see the dance to it. Yay. That's a good one. Um, mine is is based in ridiculous guilt and weird feelings and I don't even know what but my recommendation this week is the song Purple by Hyanna and Edon from Hyanna's album from last year um 
this is the song I heard a million billion times and never thought twice about until <laughs> 11 days ago. And then my mind exploded. Um, it's very, very clearly an incredibly, like, honest song. Edon says in the chorus, they won't know what, like, people who listen to this song won't know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But I don't care. It's basically a confession it's song. It's a confession song. And they say in the song, like, upwards of eight times, I will, what is it, wait, what is it? Uh, I will swear eternity to you in front of God. They mm-hmm. say that so many times. Yeah, and like part of the chorus is just saying in front of God over and over. And when they did it in when they did it in concert, they would link arms and walk. I'm it's ridiculous. But I just Maybe they're already married. I that's what I'm holding on to <laughs> cuz that's really easy to do in Korea. You just go to an office and you write it down on a piece of paper and no one has to know shit. Like it's very easy to do. So anyway, I've just been telling myself because I'm really really sad and it like everything feels really shitty and it feels like it will never end, but it's also only been like 11 days. So like who knows everyone might be over this in a week, but like I just keep telling myself that like their love is true and pure and good and like at least there's that. So listen to purple. It's the and and look at the lyrics and then just cry because love <laughs> is real and it's good. Um but yeah, that's it for this week. And uh we'll be back next week. And you can find us as always at AMA K pop pod on Twitter and Instagram, AMA K for links and amakpoppod at gmail.com. Um, and also, uh, when I told y'all at the end of the weird uh, breaking news bonus episode, I made us a YouTube channel so I could put up my silly compilation video of my Eat on and Yana video, uh, which at the moment is getting about 1,500 views an hour and is it is at like 130 while we record this episode. Like 130,000 people have watched it. I literally don't understand. Uh, so in trying to like chase that dragon, um, we're uploading episodes of the podcast onto YouTube. So if you're a YouTube person, if that's like what you prefer, um, within the week, I will have all of our archive up on YouTube. Um, and then episodes will come out every week on YouTube. Um, just another place to find us if y'all want that. And what is the name of the YouTube It's channel? Ask Me About K-Pop the Podcast. So it's not right. it's like it's not a it's not like a short thing to find, but if you type that in, we'll come up. It's us. <laughs> same logo, same everything. You know what we look like. Um so anyway, that's it. We will see you guys next week and welcome back again in Helga. Yay! I'm so happy you're here. Bye, Bye guys. Chongyan, your inspiration. Bye.